Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates around the country. Well, rising star and former Junior Olympics tennis champion, Rhett Smith, joins us in a few minutes with songs from his upcoming album, which will be heard here first. This is a Music Friday exclusive. And then after the break, Jesse Payo returns to Music Friday Live, much changed from Jesse and the Rain Dogs of her teen years that we interviewed two, two years ago. And she's now a super talented, super beautiful superstar in her own right. This is going to be a great show today. Make sure you stay for every minute of it. Remember, of course, this is your show. The bands are here to talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511, or you can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, my producer says we're going to have the chat room in just a minute. So if you're listening to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, the chat room is going to go up in a moment or two. And, of course, we monitor that. And you can give us questions and comments on the chat room. If you're listening to us on a download, a podcast, um, and which means we're not live, uh, you can still uh, query our artists. You can send an email to us here, and we will forward the contents on to our, uh, our, our guests, and then they'll send us a response, and we'll forward it on to you. That way, of course, your name doesn't wind up on somebody's mailing list, but uh, you still get to uh, uh, chat with the, uh, the musicians. But right now, you can chat with the real musicians uh, just by calling in, 347-215-7511. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Music Friday Live. We always talk about who our upcoming stars are going to be and any changes in the schedule. And follow us at our website, musicfridaylive.nationbuilder.com. That's musicfridaylive.nationbuilder.com. Okay, all right. Um, in just a few minutes, we're going to have our first guest in. But right now, we've got to do a little business, so don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And as you just heard, we are also on Stitcher, and my producer just came in and kicked me. He said that uh, I mispronounced our website. I should know it by now. It's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And when you're there, you know, we've got bios of the bands. We've got my blog, which was some insights and some stories and, you know, other things that are going on. And also uh, in the... There's reviews of albums and concerts there, so check out musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Well, last night, Music Friday uh, attended a CD release party in a furniture gallery. (laughs) But it wasn't an ordinary furniture gallery, right? (laughs) Uh, We went to uh, Lena Fare's CD release party last night at the, the Viola, uh, furniture and art gallery and theater, I should also point out, in uh, in Hollywood last night. And boy, was it an event. Uh, there must have been 200, 250 people there. I mean, it was packed. There were people out, in, out standing outside, I mean, other than the smokers. Um, a free bar, you know, that's always good for uh, bringing people in. Lots of uh, foods, waiters uh, wandering through with real good delectables on the trays. And then, of course, there was Lena herself. Uh, Lena's going to be on the show uh, next week. That's Lena Foray. Now, for those of you who follow my uh, my music reviews, I, I was at her um, her concert earlier this week. 
at the Hotel Cafe. There's a review of that up at Music Junkie and the Hollywood Progressive and um, Vince Magazine, so take a look at that. She's a upcoming uh, star. She just turned 18. Just turned 18. Um, my daughter's older than that. <laughs> and... Uh, the uh, the party last night really allowed us to to see her in um, all of her glory, um, and and also watch the evolution of her from pop to her her current uh, kind of jazz blues emo very very talented is a voice that probably covers two octaves. This girl can really sing, and of course she's uh, handling a multitude of electronics while she's singing, and she's got a really really good guitar player to her. So tune in next week. Next week, we'll have her on the show, and you can talk to her. But right now, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk to our next guest, Rhett Smith. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. We're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome our radio listeners around the country, particularly want to say hi to our listeners way up in Ashland, Oregon. Ashland, Oregon, of course, is the number one destination for Shakespeare every summer. They've got one of the best Shakespeare festivals going, and we are on KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. So hi to everybody out there in Ashland, Oregon. Sorry we didn't make it up to the Shakespeare Festival this year. We have in past years, and it's wonderful. But um, stay tuned. Uh, everybody out there, you can join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can also call us and, ch- and chat with the guests, 347-215-7511. And for our guests who are listening to us on Block Talk Radio and on Cyber Station USA Radio, online radio, remember we are heard on terrestrial stations, so you you can't say the seven dirty words, okay? All right, just, just keep that in mind. And after the show, check out our website, Music Friday, that's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and there's some good reviews on there. I just put up some um, new reviews this week. Well, Rhett Smith sings songs like a blues man. But there is something else going on in his music. There's kind of a call and response quality to his orchestration. There's a full rock sound that embraces rather than contradicts the blues influence. And there's honesty in his lyrics. He merges Johnny Cash, Mick Jagger, modern rock, maybe a bit of rap, but he's always making music that matters. Now, Rhett came to music after a championship career in skiing, when two serious injuries ended his Olympic career and gave him time to learn the guitar and decide to make music his life. But that decision actually wasn't sudden. He'd been writing for years, not for publication or recordings, but just because that's what he does. And after moving to L.A. and and selling out shows and clubs, he is recording his first album, One to Blame, and his producer is the nine-time Grammy winner Joe Nicolo, known for his work with the Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan and Cypress Hill and many others. Now, Red has released a single, I Swear, which has everybody salivating for the rest of the album. Now, we don't have the album here. You're going to have to wait until next month for that. But we have something better than the album. We have Red himself, and he's here to not only talk with you, but he's going to give us a sneak peek at some of the other songs and the stories behind him. Rhett, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, Patrick, man. Great to be here. Uh, Rhett, now, you've said you've been writing for years, not just songs, but other things. When did you start, and how did you keep your writing up while you were training for the Junior Olympics? You know, I, I never remember not writing. It was always, you know, a lot of a lot of time by myself growing up, you know, just from, from traveling from a very early age. And it was, it was therapeutic more than anything. It it was second nature. Well, we're certainly glad you did, right? Because now, now you're writing for songs. Uh, uh, But I, I, I do just don't wonder because I've, I've been on a college campus where the Olympics, not the junior Olympics, but the Olympics were, and I know there's a lot of partying going on. And I just wonder, 
what made you sit and write when you could be out partying with the rest of the gang? Yeah, I mean, I think there was a, a fair share of both. You know, I've never been accused of uh, being afraid of a, a good time, but <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do that. You know, I, I like to, to live hard on, on both aspects, you know, and I, I okay. think that there's a responsibility in writing if you're going to do it <laughs> at all. Well, it, well, the results of your writing speak or, or sing for themselves. Uh, the, um, the, the, the single you, you've released is addictive musically, and I suspect it resonates with just about anybody that hears it. Let, let's take a listen to this. This is I Swear. I, I I don't think that you shot a woman and ran for the border. At least at least I hope not. So where did <laughs> no, that <laughs> where did that song come from? It seems to be about the extremes of emotion and anger and action. Yeah, I mean that's that's where a lot of my songwriting comes from. You know, I it's it's about extreme feelings, and and I think that we we really do all experience them. You know, very you know an ode to to being that sort of lover or in that sort of relationship by any means, but it's there. And, you know, I think as, as an artist, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, to be too conservative. I want to release those extreme feelings that we all have. Well, of course, uh, when you were an athlete, you were doing some fairly extreme things. Uh, does any of that bleed over in, into your lyric writing? I think so. Uh, you know, I, it's definitely not a conscious, um, you know, it's it's not a conscious reference to any of that. But, you know, it's it's inevitable that those life experiences, you know, come out in certain ways. Well, I, I noticed that there's a line in there. Um, it says, you have no regrets. You, you, you're, the line is actually, you can't say that I regret laying you two lovers to rest. Now, if you were the person who did have the gun, would you have regrets or should you have regrets? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's human nature is to, to have regrets. And, you know, we're, we're always bouncing around, you know, in a, or myself especially. I'm always in one form of regret or another. And, and what to, you know, that's kind of what drives me. And, and I'm, I, I would regret that situation for sure, but it's it's you know harping back to the 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 line before is that you know I'm in my cell wondering if it's going to be heaven or hell. Like I'm already guilty. Yeah, I did it, and and you know judge me now, but I don't regret doing it. Well, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the video that uh, goes along with that, and I I recommend everybody go take a look at the video. It's really wonderful, and it was obviously a lot of fun, um, except the part where the woman breaks a bottle over your head and later you die. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> more than that, you told a good story in that video. Uh, was the video and the story in it your idea? No, it was it was a collaboration with an amazing director named Michaela Trevetta. And who's worked with, you know, he, he did a Lou Reed videos and, you know, just so many great artists, a lot of Sean Ono, Lennon, and, you know, he, he really was the only person that came with a treatment for the video that I was really in love with. A lot of people wanted to, you know, kind of do a, a very basic you, harping on the West, like a very obvious video. And I just loved how he approached it and, and really uh, let everyone on set spread their wings a little bit. 
Well, they sure did, and some of those wings had had torches attached to them, and it was a lot <laughs> yeah, of fun. It was wild, for sure. <laughs> uh, we're talking with uh, Rhett Smith uh, about his upcoming debut album, One to Blame, and of course, you can talk to him too. You can call us at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email Rhett uh, here at the Music Friday Live at gmail dot com. And actually, we've got some emails in for you already. Um, Saperstein in New York City. Uh, wants to know, um, I love your music. Uh, are you playing anywhere in New York City, or are you always in California? Actually, I don't think you're in California, are you? You're in New no, York. No, I'm, I'm in New York now. I'm, I moved to New York after recording the record and, and kind of finishing it up here. I'm going to be playing shows in New York beginning at the, at the end of August and, and in September. And yeah, definitely stay updated at, you know, on my website and, and Twitter because all those dates will be released shortly. All right, Saperstein. So uh, keep keep uh, watching the website. Why don't you get? Why don't you give us uh, your website? Oh, it's retmusic.com. Retmusic.com, and of course that's where you can see that wonderful video. Now, I I think you had some voice training in Los Angeles. Uh, your singing voice sort of runs the spectrum from southern twang with drawn out valves to Bob Dylan. Has that always been how you sounded, or have you purposely molded your voice to get kind of a unique sound that you? You know, I I never. It, it's it's definitely just the way it is. You know, I I'm not. When I when I'm if I was trying to emulate someone as a singer, it's it I, the results aren't pretty. Um, my voice is definitely my voice, and you know, working with with a vocal coach was more to just preserve that and to really be comfortable with with the idea of sounding like me. Well, it it uh, it is unique, and it's also kind of addictive too. Uh, you've managed to pull that off quite well. Um, I've, I've got. I've got some more of your songs here, and as I understand it, these are songs that are going to be on the album, and this is the first time they've actually been played anywhere on the radio. So, uh, I, first of all, I thank you for, for the honor of letting us do that. And, uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, well, here, here's, here's the, I believe this is the title song from the album. This is One to Blame. that i think that's that's going to be my my favorite one on the album um first of all is is that you on the guitar there yes all of the guitar playing is me you you really develop your guitar chops you must have spent a lot of long time in the hospital with the guitar across your lap <laughs> yeah i mean just just you know playing what i want to hear well it have you had professional training in the guitar uh, more, I, I studied a lot of music theory um, when I was in Los Angeles, and uh-huh. through that, you know, just I, I play obsessively. I really do. Well, your guitar chops are amazing. Um, uh, now, that's the title song for the for the new album, and it joins, I swear, with lyrics that are dark, but music that is not dark. You seem to be really good at delivering kind of harsh, dark, honest lyrics, but with upbeat music. How do you do that? You know, I, I, that, that's something that is very much on purpose. And a lot of songs that I write, you know, I have to look for ways to get away with it. And, you know, it's almost, you, you kind of 
trick the listener into into the groove first, you know, and 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 then expose them to maybe the, the darker side of the lyrics. And yeah, I'm proud of that. It's, I take that as a really big compliment. Thank you. Um, well, like I said, it happens to be true. Uh, anybody that listens to your songs can see that. Now, here I just want to warn my listeners: he's tricking you with the music. You really you got to listen to the lyrics as well as tap your feet. Um, more emails coming in. Mad Molly in Hollywood uh, wants to know what's the difference between working with a big time producer and producing your songs yourself. I produce my own songs myself, so I don't really know what happens when you go in with a producer. Well, you know, I've only worked with with Joe Niccolo as you know as a big producer. I've, I've worked with some other people as well, but you know, the the difference with Joe is that he. He he is so good at bringing out the best in you, in whether you realize it's happening or not, and totally facilitating to all of your whims while also pushing you, and it's it's a treat. And I can't speak for every big you know what it's like to to work with big names because you know everyone's heard horror stories, but Joe is a is definitely you know on another level and. I owe a lot to him. We're talking with Rhett Smith about his upcoming debut album, One to Blame. And, of course, you can talk with him. You can call us at 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting there at work, as most of you are, with your headphones on and you're really not looking at that PowerPoint on the screen in front of you, but you're listening to us, you can email us right here. Uh, we're going to uh, take a, a quick little commercial break right now, and we will be right back with more of Brett Smith. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Well, speaking of uh, your producer, uh, and as I said, you are working with the enormously talented uh, uh, Joe uh, uh, Nicolo. when you put this album together, well, first of all, I should say, where are you in the production? Are you are you done with all the recording, or are you, are you still going in the studio and recording? Um, we're yeah, we're we're done. Um, you know, I we didn't want to beat it to death, that's for sure. Um, and so we we just finished up, uh, you know, the mastering process, you know, last week, and now you know, just doing that final push. Did this uh, did this require uh, many days in the studio, or did uh, Joe has a reputation actually for moving things pretty fast? How long did it take to get all those tracks down? Oh man, we we were it was over you know twenty days, and then nonstop during the week, and then Joe it, we like to really hammer and then give it all you had, and then when we weren't. You know, in in the studio, it, we weren't constantly talking about it. You know, it was very, but we recorded very quickly, and and we didn't. It it wasn't, you know, brain surgery. It was it was making some rock and roll, and and really, I think the organic process that comes out of that, the the results are are much better, almost all the time. Okay. Uh, we were getting a lot more emails in here, and, uh, generally about one topic, so I'm just going to read uh, one of them. Uh, this is from Rodriguez in Los Angeles, and Rodriguez wants to know, what, you left the land of sunshine? Why? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to, to, you know, after this, I, I got to New York in December, and after this winter, I've been thinking the same thing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I love, I, you know, I, I, I love... L.A. when I'm in New York, and I love New York when I'm in L.A. You know, I, grass is always greener. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, I suspect the grass is greener in, in Los Angeles, but uh, we shall see. And in any case, let's listen to some, some more music here. And then, again, this is a off the new album, and it's the first time heard on radio. That's my
Now, you have a knack for writing earworms, you know, tunes that make people uh, bounce and finger snap and, and dance. Uh, you, your songs have a lot of energy in them, that, that being a good, good example, even with, with the dark lyrics. Um, do you kind of chuckle inside when you do that, when you record those really high-energy songs with, the, with those kinds of uh, lyrics? Like you said, you're tricking your, your people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the groove, and I, you know, I, I look forward to being known as a, as a, as a good live act. And so, a lot of it is, is that. Like, I want to be able to, to go on stage and, and get it on, and, and really leave it all out there. And, but yeah, I mean, I do. You know, I, it's, it's always funny to me when someone's like, "Oh, this song is, makes me feel so happy," <laughs> and it's like, okay, well. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so you want people to feel emotion from your songs, and maybe not, like you said, maybe not the same emotion you feel, but emotion. But if that's and it the case, have to be, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering why you don't encase those those dark emotion lyrics in dark emotional arrangements. Yeah, I mean, I I do sometimes, and I I I. That's also important, and I think that, it, you know, I, I look forward to music coming out after this as well. And for these particular songs, you know, I'm very happy with how they turned out. Oh, so, so am I. I. I love them all. And we've got one, we've got time to play one more of them, and this is one that I especially like. This is Disappear. Now that's that again. That's disappear, and uh, that for me ev- evokes um, the sound of the Rolling Stones. I mean, you sound a little bit like Mick Jagger and uh, in in some girls there. You've got the elongated cymbals and the strong syllables and the strong supporting beat. Um, uh, did uh, Joe produce that, and was that your attention? Yeah, I mean that's the first that I I'm hearing of that, but it's it's definitely a huge compliment. Um, you know, I, I love the Stones, and I think it's just we're coming from we're guys who love the blues. You know, it, it, it comes out in a lot of different ways. Well, it, it's, it certainly works well. And again, uh, that's addictive. Even though the lyrics are dark and the, temp, the tempo is up and moving, it's one of those things you want to put on the top of your, uh, your playlist, at least I do. Now, you said there's a, a video coming out in a couple of weeks on that song? Yeah, the same director from, I swear, Michaela Chavetta, we actually did a road trip from uh, Los Angeles to New York City and shot it along the way. And it's, it, I'm really looking forward to putting it out. It's, it's pretty cool. I am too. And that'll be on your website, right? Yeah, that'll be on, uh, on my website at retmusic.com and then on my YouTube channel as well. It's Rhett Smith Music. Okay, well, now we are out of time. Uh, I just want to tell our listeners that the album will be out mid-September. And uh, can folks pre-order it now on your website? Uh, not yet, but in the in the coming weeks, make sure to keep checking back. I'm really active on on the social media as well. Okay, all right, and uh, they can download the first song now. Um, I swear, and that's at your website, which is uh, retmusic.com. Uh, Rhett, thanks so much for taking the time with us today. Um, and again, for our New York City listeners, Rhett's going to be at the Webster Hall next week, the 17th, for a live concert there. And if he doesn't um, put Los Angeles on his tour, I will fly to New York and uh, beat him about the uh, neck and shoulders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. and, hey, it's a when pleasure, you're, Patrick. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, it's been a pleasure, too. When you are ready to tour, um, uh, shoot me a, an email, and we will have you back on, and we'll tour about that. Thanks again. This has been really a fun. Thank you. We have to take a break now, and when we return, Jesse Payo. Jesse is back 
from her road trip, and she's better than ever, and she's got a hot show coming up in Hollywood next week, so don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. We're back here. It's Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and welcome back. And, of course, we would love to hear from you. We heard, a, we heard from a lot of people on email uh, for our last guest, but you can also call in 347-215-7511, and you can email. Again, if you're, you know, you're sitting there at work and you've got your headphones on, you're not paying attention to the PowerPoint that's on your computer screen there or the email from your coworkers, and you really are listening to us, our email address is music. Friday live at gmail.com and we promise we won't tell anybody if you're listening to us on a downloaded podcast which I know a lot of you do you can still email questions to our guests email them to us we will forward the question on to our uh, our guests uh, without your name on it so you don't get put on somebody's mailing list you didn't sign up for and we will uh, send back uh, the answers to you that's just a little service we like to do for our listeners um, now Another little service is we want to tell you about solar power. You know, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but, you know, a lot of people out there are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City, which is the largest provider of alternative energy in the country, they will come out they, to your home or your business. They will install a solar system for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you pay for less of it because the sun's making it. Solar City pays for the system. It ensures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready, if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't really been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. And how do you find out about it? Well, let me give you a phone number. I'll give you a chance to get a pencil. Of course, if you're sitting there at work with your headphones on, you already have one. The phone number is 909-618-6937. That's 909 618 6937. And when you call in, you'll get a, uh, my representative there. Her name is Tina. And if you tell Tina that I told you to call, you'll get a discount on your order. So again, that's 909-618-6937. And tell Tina that Music Friday, Patrick O'Heffernan sent you and you will get a discount on your order. Well, Jesse Pale has literally grown up before my ears. I first discovered her when she was 15 through a blues site. She was playing in small venues and recording CDs, which her mom would ship out after making sure that customers were not going to stalk her underage daughter. I have every one of her albums. I bought them by mail as they came out. I even talked with her mom on the phone once or twice to see if I could catch her act in Northern California. No such luck. But in the interim years since then, Jessie has been a very busy woman, going to Berkeley, Berkeley College of Music in Boston, acting in films and television, joining the Jupiter Rising Band and then leaving it to strike out on her own. She's been on tour and singing with some pretty famous artists, but she's still the same wonderful woman with the out-of-this-world voice and the delightful songs, except she's much, much better and her repertoire is much, much broader. I am so delighted that she has returned home to Los Angeles and I can see her live next week at the Hotel Cafe and talk with her on the air right now. Jesse Payo, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks for having me back. Well, Jesse, it's been almost two years since we talked, and I know a lot of things have happened, but I wonder, oh, yeah. other than getting your, tar your car towed last night, what, what has been the most life-changing event that's occurred <laughs> since our conversation? Oh, man. Well, I think that the biggest thing that happened was... Um, when I released my EP down the mountain um, about last year, September of last year, and that was the first that was the first 
bit of music that I can say, and all the years I've been doing it, that it's something that I'm really proud of, and they're my songs, and I really feel like I've made something that I'm that I can stand really fully stand behind. So I think that was the biggest thing that I accomplished within those last two years. Well, in retrospect, let me ask you, was the separation from Jupiter Rising the next step in your career, or was it kind of a starting over? Um, it was. I, I wouldn't say it was a starting over because Jupiter Rising uh, provided a lot of resources to me as far as learning the business. Um, I gained a lot of fans that have followed me throughout my career, even apart from Jupiter Rising. And so I feel like it was the next step. I think I'm just, I think I'm constantly evolving and, and figuring out what my sound is. And I think that's one of the hardest things an artist can really do is really know your sound. Because for me, I've, even you've seen it, I've done a lot of different styles. I've done blues, I've done jazz, I've done soul, I've done, you know, dance, pop. And now I'm doing country. And um, I think that being in a, band like Jupiter Rising that was so on the other side of the spectrum of what I would ever do, it really helped me find what sound I did like and what I would like to tour with and what I would like to write. And the kind of country Americana vibe kind of just, it came so organically and um, really taught me how to get, write, write a song and that, you know, to tell a story and all that stuff. Well, well, Down the Mountain was released last September, and I, I agree. Just, I think it's the most powerful uh, piece of uh, work that, that you have done, and I want to give our uh, audience a little uh, sample of it here. girl in saddle shoes, dancing in my mama's room, I still hear her singing to me. She sang of life, she sang of love, and everything I would become, and how I need the man of my dreams. But I was born of desert fire, driven by my one desire, traded all I had for the great unknown. A bleeding heart I don't possess, and when I'm finally laid to rest, I'll die alone. Yes, I will die alone. Wow. Uh, <laughs> First of all, that's not a song about you, is it? <laughs> no, it's so funny because I always, I've been opening with that song. And after I finish the song, I go, well, I always like to start on a positive note. So <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I wrote this song with Jane Alexander, and I we, we sat down, and I, I was like, you got, like, a dark side. I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah. he's like, are we going to write the, the most badass song we could write? I'm like, yeah. I would like to write a song that would have a Tarantino backdrop because I love all of Tarantino movies, and I just love the music that's in all those movies. And, and uh, I feel like it's just um, an alter ego. Like, I really feel like deep down inside I'm just like, Kind of like outlaw, <laughs> but I'm really not. I'm really not. I love to have people around me, and I'm such a limb. I'm really. <laughs> Well, we're starting. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're starting to get emails, and also the chat room is starting to fill up. So uh, I, I want to play one more song, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll turn to all of your fans who have questions for you. Um, and and again, this is uh, another one of those very powerful songs that um, makes me wonder: Is it really about you? This is what I guess. Oh, I- 
Uh, now, that song sounds more like a parting, um, the kind of song you write when you're going to start a new journey. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wake up and I'm like, all right, uh, what's next? <laughs> I uh, like that song. Um, I, I really love Spaghetti Western, and I, and I, and I love Ennio Marconi. Um, and he's a composer that did a lot of, um, he did like Once Upon a Time in the West, and and I, I just love the vibe of that. And and I and as far as the message goes, I love the idea of having a second chance. You know, just like yeah, it, a lot of people get down, especially in this town. You know, it's 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 a it's a hard road, and it, it, to it, have the opportunity to turn it around is it's a gift, it's a choice. Well, we're we're getting, like I say, we're, your your fans are uh, weighing in here. So why don't we turn to, to the emails? Uh, the first one here is from Todd in Pasadena, and yeah. Todd has two two questions for you. The first one is, which of your songs made an appearance on "So You Think You Can Dance"? Um, I believe that was with a Jupiter Rising show, a Jupiter Rising song. It was called um, uh, "Go." And uh, it was the first record on Jupiter Rising that um, it was like our main single. And so uh, that song really just, it got everywhere. It was on So You Think You Can Dance. It was on um, a car commercial. We did really well as far as our licensing went. Okay. And, and just to be clear, it was a song that was on there. You weren't actually on, uh, on the show dancing. I wish I was because yeah, I you probably. <laughs> Uh, second question from uh, from Todd in Pasadena is um, he says he loves your cover of John Prynne's Angel from Montgomery. Um, he says he saw and listened to your cover on YouTube, and he wants to know, have you ever performed the song on stage, and do you get extraordinary cheers from the crowd when you do perform it? Oh, it's one of my favorite songs to play live. I do it all the time. I remember one of my favorite times playing um, – that was I was I was playing at a biker convention in Long Beach, <laughs> and uh, and all the and, we'll, we'll, and I, we'll circle and, back to that in a minute. All right. <laughs> and I start, you know, you know, my my sandwiched between all of the girls like wearing nothing, kicking their legs, and you know, like like how do I compete with that? And uh, when I started launching an Angel from Montgomery, they all just stopped and you know some were singing along and I was like yeah this is it and what I love about that song I never tire of it because it even I get choked up at that line um to believe in this living is a hard way to go (laughs) and it's such a great line and it's, it's purely genius songwriting and I I love that song um, we've got some more emails here. I do want to make sure we get a chance to play music, but uh, we've got a couple that uh, I really do want to get to. Uh, Rodriguez in Los Angeles wants to know, why did you settle on country? Um, it kind of found me. Uh, I never really listened to country growing up. Um, I, the funny thing is, as a kid, I would say, oh, I like everything except country. Um, but I, uh, after I left Jupiter Rising, I lost all my money. I had nothing left, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just sat down one day and played the electric guitar, which I never do. And uh, I had drank too much the night before, said something that I wasn't proud of, just was an embarrassment to myself, and I just felt utter shame. And I love country songs because you could just write about that stuff. So I was like, I've never written a country song. I'm going to write a country song. And I wrote Heaven Help Me. And that song, which appears on my EP, was the song that kind of opened up everything for me. What I love about country, and I, I do more of the old school country, kind of like Dolly Parton or Johnny Cash or Merle Haggard, that kind of thing, because, you know, there's, there's, there's a humor and redemption in it, and I love it, and it's real, and it's American. And I, just, like, I was raised singing blues music, and I don't think it's a far departure from it. Well, since you mentioned Heaven Help Me, that happens to be one of the songs that we have queued up. So why don't we uh, we hear about what happens when you drink too much? My baby might leave me. I need more than I can tell. 
You know, I, I could listen to, to that song all day. Uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's what I call an earworm. It kind of gets stuck in your, your ear and, you, and you're happy about that. But um, yeah. questions about it. Uh, you call upon heaven to help you, but you also sing that love is all that matters. And you sing that you've lost some battles, but you haven't lost your faith. It's survived me yeah. through my darkest days. Now, those are classic country themes. But but I wonder, yeah. um, now that you've described where that song came from, uh, those are very personal to you? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. totally. So this is, a, yeah. this is a journey that you've been on for a while. Yeah. And, and, and it, I feel like, you know, it's been a, it's been a hard life. Like, it's, you know, we, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm really, really grateful that I have the opportunity to kind of work through what life hands you through music because it's a it's a way where everyone can relate. We've all been there. We've all had our ups. We all have our downs. And and if you can hear a song where there have been times where I've been solo, turn on the radio, hear a song I never heard, and it saves me. And it's it's an it's the ultimate healer. And um, so the the opportunity to be able to express that in song is it's it's truly. There's no words. I'm happy that I can do that. We're talking with Jesse Payo, who will be appearing at Hollywood's famous Hotel Cafe next Friday night. And you can talk with her right now. You can call in 347-215-7511. You can email us. But I've got more emails I know what to do with here. Maybe it's just not, no, it's just emailing. It's, it's okay. But, uh, music Friday Live and, uh, at, at gmail.com. Uh, um, you know, when I first started listening to you, like you said, you were a blues singer, and, and you did some really creative songs, uh, Talk to the Hand, and uh, Another Earworm was uh, The Way I Feel About You, which is still yeah. in my playlist. Oh, my but, God. But, like today, but today, you know, you're, you're sort of a cool, young Dolly Parton or Bonnie Raitt. Um, the shift towards country uh, was was that something you just decided to do, or has it been always there? Because uh, you obviously you have the voice for it, but I mean it's a it's a change. It, you know, the interesting thing about it, it, it's it's the most it's like the most comfortable thing I've put on. I, I feel like I've been looking for like the nice like a like the perfect pair of jeans, and it's so hard to find the right pair of jeans. And I I put on this old pair. Of Levi's and it just feels so good and it makes sense. So I, I feel like I've always had the sensibility of it, and um, I think I just like telling stories. And as far as in in any songwriting realm, I think it's a great platform for that. I love painting pictures. Um, I just wrote a song about just two fictional characters in a bar that just meet and they just they they are unlucky in love and they just. And then they don't spend the night together; they just dance together, and then they they and they part ways at the end of the night. I just love that kind of stuff, and you can't really do that in pop music, and you can't. And I love blues music; I really do. But it's hard to really paint a big full picture with that. And I will always be a blues singer, mind you. I will always be a blues singer till the day I die. Well, we know that you're changing. Are your fans changing? And is the musical environment that you work in is that changing too? Um, well, I'm lucky enough that a lot of people, a lot of people have stuck with me through a lot of different styles, and I love that. But I, I feel like, um, you know, I, my kind of music is, I, I feel like there's some sort of weird country thing that's happening in L.A., which I didn't even know until I played a country night, and I was like, what is going on? 
And I feel like a lot of young people are jumping on board and are enjoying it. And um, I feel like a, I'm reaching a younger demographic, believe it or not, with with my songs. And that, that's been a surprise. Um, actually, uh, uh, I was at the KCRW Annenberg Museum uh, Country Nights uh, in the city uh, last oh, yeah. week with, with Winona. Uh, place yeah. was packed, <laughs> right? There are a, a lot of country fans. And, of course, country has changed a lot, too. There are places where you can't tell it from rock and roll and blues. Right. Yeah. I was, you know, and I I, I would just call it Americana because I feel like there's so many different lines that are blurred because, you know, I can still, I could take a blues song and make it sound country or take a country song and make it sound bluesy. Like, it's all the same. Um, just done, and It's all in the delivery, I guess. Well, I, it tells me that you're in the perfect position to do that because as country changes and the country audience changes and broadens and, and incorporates no, more blues and more rock, you're right there. You can do it all. Let's, um, let, let's listen to uh, you doing it all, and this is Goodbye Yesterday. But that, that is pure country. At then some, some point, I, I expect to hear somebody go yippee ki yo in there. Uh, I love it so much. Well, despite the goodbye yesterday theme in that song, uh, there's a line that actually I, I think you uh, also sang in I Will Die Alone, and that line is, I lost my desire. H- has that happened to you? Did something sort of fade from your life for a while? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, a lot of times, I, I guess, I, 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 how do I say this? I really get really stoked about stuff, and I put all my eggs in one basket sometimes and, and have a hard time letting go when things um, don't pan out. I actually, have a, I actually have a tattoo on my arm that says impermanence, which is kind of ironic because it's a tattoo. But... Um, <laughs> But, you know, like, I, sometimes, like, especially with music, oh, my God, I've made so many statements to myself that I'm giving it up, like, I'm over it. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. It's like I'm, I'm broke. I'm heartbroken. You know, I've been doing this since I was a kid. Like, what, what, why am I doing this? And, and, I, and then I have moments where I lose, I just lose it. I'm like, I'm not into this anymore. And then... Of course, like the next day, someone will be like, "You want to play a show?" And then I get up on stage, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> I can't, I can't help myself. It's the best thing in the world. Why would I give this up? It's the only thing that stuck with me throughout everything. So yeah." Well, well, since you brought up how tough it is and also the fact that you've got a show next week, and let, let's remind our listeners, your show next week is, is on the 15th. That's Friday. It's at the Hotel Cafe. Uh, for everybody who's in Southern California, Hotel Cafe is the premier showcase uh, club in Hollywood. You need to get there early because uh, with somebody like Jesse Payo on the, uh, the marquee, it is going to pack, get, it's going to be packed. Uh, and you'll find yourself standing outside with the smokers trying to hear the music if you don't get there early. You can go online. You can go online to www.hotelcafe.com. You can buy a ticket in advance. And when you buy a ticket, buy it for Jesse. And that way, uh, and you show up early, you can not only get get a good, probably get a, a table if you show up early. And uh, I, you'll have a, you'll see a great show. So I just want to get that little plug in. But I have a question for you now. 
as you know, you're doing something very difficult, music, and you're doing it in the most competitive music market in the country, and you know that because you've been doing this since you were a teenager. Next yeah. week, as we just said, you're going to get on stage in front of one of the most urbane and sometimes one of the most influential audiences in Hollywood because, as you know, music industry people show up at the Hotel Cafe. What yeah. are you going to show them, and what do you hope they see? Well, I've done a lot of shows for quote-unquote industry and actually thinking about them and catering to them has never service has never been of service to me um the best thing i can do is just be me just sing the songs it's all there i've been doing it long enough i'm good at it um i have a story to tell and it's uh i'm what people are going to see is just me working out my stuff and uh and enjoying it and playing with great players and playing to my friends, and you're just you're down for it. It's all about you know. I want people to walk away feeling something. I want them to walk away going, you know, like not not even on the business side, just going like, man, that moved me, or I've been there, or dang, like I want to have a drink with that girl because she is fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, ironically, even though I've been following you for many years now, this will be the first time I get to see you live, and I am so looking forward to it. I'm going to be there early myself. Uh, we have a lot of people uh, who are asking this question, and that is, do you have a country western band? And specifically, Raster Mixer in Tampa wants to know, do you have a pedal steel guitar in your band? Oh, yes, I do. I I, if I if I had a pedal steel player that would follow me around my whole life, I would be so stoked because it is my favorite instrument. Um, I actually opened up for Minnie Driver last night at Hotel Cafe, and she had a, a pedal steel player, and I just, he was so good. And um, I, it's my favorite instrument because it's romantic, it's dark, it's, it sounds like a cry. It's my favorite instrument. That's probably why I do country. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. And, and uh, once again, that's next Friday night, Hotel Cafe. at on Coenga Boulevard, 9 p.m., the sweet spot. Get your tickets in advance early. Jesse, we are out of time. They're going to throw us off the network in a minute. But thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'd love to come back. Well, you will. And I want to see you uh, next week. We- Wonderful. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you will get a real-time update on who our guests are. Vote for your favorite musician on our MusicFridayNationBuilder.com. Our pro- producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at CyberStationUSA.com or right away, right after the show, BlogTalkRadio.com. Be here next Friday. War Poets and the new sensation Lena Fare will be with us. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page and we'll update you on the guests. Good night, everyone. Have a great musical weekend and we're going to leave you with a little bit of... Uh, she will love again. This is from Jesse's latest EP. Even